Good evening. Uh, welcome to the Unbroken Podcast. Um, hosted tonight by myself. Uh, I'm Mike Kith, and I've got joining me today the rocker from the Steel City, Chris Allsop. Welcome. Evening, Chris. Good evening. Good evening. How's it going? I'm well. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to uh, just give uh, give a little introduction about yourself, Chris? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um... 60 years old, so I'll, I'll get that one in quick, put my age on. Uh, I live up in Sheffield from Southerner originally. I was Royal Engineers um, and did 23 years in, in the services. Unfortunately, I was medically discharged out, um, which came as a bit of a shock at the time. And uh, I've been working with Help the Heroes and more recently with the RBL, um, doing um, sports and that and then part of my recovery yeah awesome so um for those that sort of don't know don't don't know me because i'll be honest we'll probably get my uh my son's gaming friends jumping in because they'll think he's online um i'm mike same as chris unfortunately medically discharged from the army after 16 years again came out of the blue um knocked me for six really uh, especially with my mental health um and what you'll find with this pod podcast is you know, it's, it's mainly going to be veterans or guys serving that do have injuries um, that limit what they're physically able to do. And a lot of us do have mental health issues, but it doesn't mean this podcast is just for veterans. OK, if you want to get involved, um, you want to come on the show, um, we're happy to get anybody on who's got a story to tell. So myself and Chris were lucky enough and we should have a few others joining us later. Um, we're lucky enough to take part in the AFW2 games out in Las Vegas earlier this year, competed against the US Air Force. Um, what did you think of it, Chris? Well, it, it was awesome, really. I, I can't put a fair word on it. Um, but it was out of the blue, wasn't it? That, that, that was the thing about the, 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 uh, the, the, the um, trials that went on. It was, that's what it was called, the trials. It was, it was their trials. We were just, I think, putting there to be acting as a bit of competition for them to get to gear them up a little bit. But yeah, it was, what was the experience? Yeah, um, you know, and it came away in, in awe of other people as much as myself. Really, I mean, I was quite amazed at what I did, but it also amazed at other people. Yeah, what well, I think what I, what I found amazing about it was um, up until we turned up. On the, on the first day for the briefing, I think I'd, I'd only actually met maybe two or three people um, out of the, the 40 of us that went. Um, and the sort of the instant bond um, that we formed just, just, through, just through experience. And I think settings like that um, are just so, so good. It was so good for me. Um, I don't know how you felt about that, Chris. Did you know many people when you turned up there? anxiety issues on going there initially I, I, I didn't know number one I didn't know where Brunel University was anyway so I'm even getting there I can feel my anxiety getting up and then beating people that I don't know um, you, you're always in a little bit of apprehensive about that I think but you are right it, you, it doesn't take long to settle in and it's, it's, it's that common thread isn't it 
between, go that weeds between us all, uh, and you know, with regard to what unions, wherever we serve, where we serve, and how, how long we serve, and it's all irrelevant. But it just it's that common thread between us all. So yeah, yeah, and it was nice. It was it was good to meet other people, you know, and uh, knowing that you, you're going to set off on this challenge in a way. We, we, well, it was it was certainly a challenge getting here. Um, of you know of uh, which we, we weren't in that we know how we're going to do or what we're going to what we were going to do really it's still up in the air I think even until we got out there yeah I mean something else I find really good as well is the as much as we were there to compete it almost didn't feel like we were sort of in direct competition because you know the, the Americans made us feel so welcome um you know they were friendly, and I'm I'm still in touch with quite a few of them now, which is which is great. Um, sort of check it, they check in on me. We we chat online, so it's it's yeah. it's been it's been fantastic. There, there wasn't the rivalry, was there? It wasn't there, it wasn't that inter rivalry? Yeah. But there was there was the, you know you, you just did your best, and you know if you if you came out top, you came out top, and that was it. Really. Yeah. I think even in the you, you didn't even see any sort of rivalry on the team sports. You know that it was still. Very much a very friendly atmosphere, which is, which is great. And, you know, the, the, the wheelchair rugby and the wheelchair, you know, basketball, and even the seat volleyball. You know, that, that was just awesome. You know, it just you could just be your mate off on the other side of the of the Just as easy. Yeah. So uh, th those those of you that may listen to this, watch this. Um, if you've not really done a lot of sort of you know things with adaptive sports, um, Chris just mentioned there are a few of the things that. We did out there sitting volleyball, wheelchair rugby, wheelchair basketball. We had um, swimming, swimming events, cycling events. There was powerlifting, um, track and field events. So shot put, discus, all these sort of athletics things going on. Um, I think the the key thing is if you're if you're suffering with sort of a physical disability or um, a mental illness, you know there is there is something out there for you to do. Um, certainly for me, um, apart from sort of a couple of days, I think out there I had a bit of a wobble, um, I think down to tiredness and sort of pain really, but I just felt so good being in a team environment, doing sports that I could do and, you know, nobody was judging me, um, which I think is a bit of a... It's a bit of a hurdle for some people when they sort of want to get started in whether it's adaptive sports or going to the gym. Yeah. You know, you yeah. especially when you go to the gym, you go to places where everybody's pumped up and they're all super fit and massive. You sort of sometimes feel a little bit inadequate. Yeah, that's right. I, I think you're, you're dead on. You're dead right there with the going to gyms and things. I'm, I'm not a great lover of doing it because you feel you have to perform at a certain level or, or be wearing the right gear and everything else. You know. You, you look like you've got to, you've got to know what you're doing almost. Where out there, we, we, we were helped quite a lot anyway, and coached by you know some amazing coaches. The, the ones that coached us in that, I mean, like the we did the indoor rowing. The, the coach on that was, was a great bloke, you know, really good, and you know really backed up what we already done with the British Legion anyway. In, you know, in preparation for this, but um, yeah, yeah. So it. It didn't matter you know, what whatever you came in at. You, you know, you, you were there and you just gone, did it the best, you, the best you could, the best you could, 
And I agree with what you're saying about the sports. You know, anybody who is listening who's having any thoughts about uh, um, sports or activities and that, but really, every sport can probably be adapted to, to, to accommodate whatever needs to be changed to allow you to do it. It's not, I don't think there's many sports that can't be. No, absolutely. And um, with, with what Chris has just said, I think, you know, if you've you've got any ideas of sports that maybe haven't been adapted that adapted yet that you think could be um if you drop it in the comments uh, and you know we can we can have a chat about that and maybe try and push forward with some some extra adaptive sports that maybe people haven't thought are achievable yet i think yeah i think you're right and i think it possibly is there may be yeah you're right there may be some sports out there that haven't been done but probably they haven't realized the need for it if people come forward with, with those with a sport, if you have an unusual sport or a sport that's not been, you know, been a, 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 yet been more inclusive, then people come forward. More do come forward to show the need for it. Then, and I'm sure there will be somebody who can make uh, adjustments for it. You know. Yeah, like you say, anybody can do it. Anybody. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's all about inclusivity and, you know, the the way it's being driven at the minute. I think it's fantastic for everybody. Something I did want to ask you, Chris, because, you know, we can't, we can't look past this little uh, Las Vegas experience, Rock to Recovery, which I attended with you. Um, yeah. How good was that? Yeah, uh, um, I think that'd be one of, my, one of my lasting memories of Las Vegas, doing the, the, the Rock to Recovery. Um, for anybody not where what it is. I think that's if you put that in your in your Google search, you probably find it anyway. But it was literally writing a song from your own experiences um, and and basically wherever you wanted to put it in, in the words, and they managed to manipulate it and form it and mould it into a song which you allowed to play instruments or accompany with other different you know different instruments and um, percussion not bongo drums or anything like that just to be get it to be there included again be included in it actually playing the song and singing along with it and it was, it was so uplifting and, and and fun and in the day you can't get away from it it was such a fun session and it came away buzzing didn't it? you know what i mean it was brilliant have, have you have you um, listened back to our track on soundcloud i did i did yeah, I think there was a few bits out there. They also yeah. tweaked the name a little bit, which I noticed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we won't say what that name is on here because uh, uh, we don't want to get told off just yet in the first episode. It was a good thing, and, and, and I don't think we've got a, a similar thing out here, have we? Back in the UK, I don't think there's a similar um, idea, you know, uh, intervention that has rocked the recovery. Um, yeah, so I've, I've, I've not seen it, no. Um, I mean, what what it has done for me is, you know, mu music's always been uh, well, a getaway for me. Um, it was the same when we were out in Vegas, when I, when I was sort of hitting those spots where I just needed some time, headphones in, music on and chill. Um, so it sort of ignited a bit of that passion in music for me again. And I've just started relearning piano. Wow. So, yeah. Obviously, my hands aren't as uh, oh, no, dexterous but... as they used to be, so uh, I can't do any renditions yet, unless you want to hear Jingle Bells in July. <laughs> <laughs> but that's about, that's about all I've got to. Oh, that's, that's awesome, I really. Yeah. 
I can, you know, start doing that because would you? Do you think you ever would have done that again? No, no. No, I think I would have given up on it. I used to do it when I was younger, and right, yeah. at one point I was getting I was getting fairly good. Um, right. But then you know, thirty years later, you know, yeah. I've picked picked up a picked up a book again and gone. Do you know what? Um, it relaxes me. I can put my headphones yeah. on. Um, I bought a geeky little cable I can plug into my phone, so it shouts at me when I play the wrong note. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's just just another outlet. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you're right about music. Music is, it's, it's one of those things that can either take you to places, you know, which invoke thoughts and memories, which can obviously be good or bad, you know, and you can think about it, but you can control it, because you have the choice of what music you, put, you want to play. So you can control that, you know, and some people, you know, do want to go back and have just have those memories about something, just, you know, remind themselves of something like that. But you can be, you can be uplifting. I mean, how many people, I mean, I, I must admit, I cycle. I have I have headphones on when I'm cycling. Yeah. I, I, you know, and it, it's probably frowned upon massively, but I don't care. You know, I I enjoy listening to music when I'm cycling. It's one of the, you know, it's just great because you're out there on your own in your own zone and you've got your own music on. There's no giving of anything in your car, as far as I'm concerned. You know. No, I'm, I'm... stuff. But actually, for it to make you then you know pick up your, your books again and start relearning the piano, that is brilliant, mate. Yeah. So uh, maybe maybe we can reignite this rock band, exactly. Yeah. In Sheffield. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was I was talking to my lad about this, um, and I was a bit embarrassed really because I said, I said I kept getting asked, you know, but where are you from? When we went when we on the especially on the bus to the um, to the you know we went on to the sessions and that, and he asked, you know, we were getting asked, well, where are you from, mate? You know, and, yeah, I'm from England. Yeah, whereabouts in England? I said Sheffield. And nobody knows where it was, and I and, and I struggled, I struggled to tell to explain Sheffield. I said, well, it's a Sheffield, it's, it's a town, you know, the, the, the city of steel, you know, but it's not many more nowadays, unfortunately. And I said, that, and the only real thing I could remember was the Full Monty film, right? That's the only thing about. But I've just, I've, he said, to me, well, you've got Kaiser Chiefs come from there, you know, because I was trying to think, who would they know, you know? Yeah, but everybody knows the Full Monty. Well, they, they, somebody didn't know. They just, what's that then? And then they're trying to tell him there's a bunch of blokes stripping. And all, right, that's not giving me like the right impression, is it? <laughs> yeah, may, may, maybe you've just, uh, yeah. Um, right, I, let I me. I think of any pop groups from it. You know, they said, well, there, there was, um, I, think it, I think it was Human League, I think it was from Sheffield, the, the Kaiser Chiefs. And I thought, well, isn't there that one that. One of the ACDC or something, one of the blokes from that. Something. I thought, why? But I didn't, couldn't remember it at, at the time when I was out there. It was a shame. I, I was trying to think the other day because um, I'm doing a, I'm speaking at the the, the RBL of having a, a legacy event at uh, in Bovington end of the month. Okay. And I've I've been asked as as an ambassador to go in um, speak for twenty minutes. Oh, excellent. Yeah, and, and of course I want to mention some of the you know some of the things that they've supported me through including yes. sort of Las Vegas and I was trying to think of a highlight and I just my biggest highlight was seeing a shot get poured into your mouth in Coyote Uglies <laughs> I but I don't think I can use that as my biggest highlight really might be my biggest highlight 
there's got to be some good ones right there. I mean, I think even like the opening ceremony, things like that. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, the one last, one of the lasting memories I have from it is still that drive to the when we went on that big coach trip to the um, opening ceremony when we went when we picked up from the hotel at the beginning of the actual games. Yeah. Just seeing people, the the, the traffic being stopped for us. Yeah. Like a wow. Like a presidential convoy exactly, with yeah. the Outriders. Yeah, that was awesome. You know, having motorbike Outriders, having the, the Harley Davidson chapter uh, the, from, from the camp. There was a camp chapter, basically, the Thunderbird chapter. They were there as well. And the, the president of the police and just stopping traffic for us. You know, wow. You just wouldn't have got that in the UK. Yeah. You know, and, then, and obviously the size of it as well. You know, it was just so much, wasn't it? Yeah. So, I mean... It's like, it's like we had that and, you know, the, I think at the cycling, because you were at the cycling, the medal ceremony, like the, the, the pure, just like emotion when uh, mm. Andy O got the gold medal in the cycling, yeah. Yeah. just like, just that moment. And then uh, to get told a couple of days later, I missed out on the medals by a second. Really? <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I got the time through. I was a second. There was like um, three seconds between me and me and Silver. Um, wow. The guy that won it beat us all by about a minute and a half. Right. But that was that. That was that army dude who literally stuck it in the hardest gear for the whole ride, yeah. and just uh, said bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I was I wasn't disappointed with this cycling because I I, I um, it wasn't my own machine because I, I, I ride a recumbent trike um, at home and I, it wasn't built for me that machine wasn't and I and I have to confess I at home I have an electric assist on my bike on the trike so I I didn't have an electric assist out there so I was I was struggling but you know it, it was a you know I enjoyed I enjoyed the experience again you know and, but I don't I didn't actually I think I've got my time sensitive I didn't really pull it into think well how where what where I was in it um I, I just knew I didn't get into the medals and that was it but but you finished as well. Yeah. So and and I, and I think that's that's one thing that you know I, I've I've learned through you know going through the Invictus trials and going over mm. to Vegas for the Air Force trials is the resilience of people. And yeah. you know for for me, I didn't even at the time didn't know you that well. Oh. Um, I'd heard you know chatterings of your story, you know. You had a, was it a stroke you had, Chris? Yeah, did yeah, yeah, since since leaving. Yeah. 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 Um and you know, to to see you just compete and be happy at the end of it. Yeah, that's it. And yeah, it's it's like you, you, you didn't give up, you didn't ever I didn't ever hear anybody over say ever say, I can't do that. Um oh. I'm not going to do that. They just did it. Oh. And if if you come dead last, you come dead last. I nearly I nearly died doing one arm backstroke. Yeah. I had a near death experience. Right. I think I think I took on half of the pool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hit the lane rope. Had an absolute nightmare. <laughs> but I finished. That's it. And I think that I think it's a similar thing that I felt with the um, indoor rowing. I, I... Didn't, and, and I was I that that look on my I don't remember the, the look on my face when I got in the middle was genuine. I didn't think I got even into the medal. I wasn't even expecting to be a medalist on that. 
you know, I just thought, I've just done my best I could, and that was it, you know. And I knew it was blowing out of me, you know, and, and that was me. But, you know, and suddenly you get told, you're in the medals, mate. I'm like, ah! And what, what I think it was, I didn't understand the classification process of the very, very well. N- never been yeah. in that arena before. And, you know, I, I just assumed I was up against everybody else. I thought, well, there's no chance I've beaten them. You know, I know, I know me, mate. So the classification thing that, that came into it. Uh, and obviously paid it paid off for me now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's like playing your trump card, isn't it? Really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how did you How did you feel when you got that first medal? So I, I found it really strange at the swimming when I got my first medal. Well, I say first medal, only medal. I only got one medal right. while we were there. Um, but I felt strangely emotional and quite overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, um, that the. the to have it whilst you're swimming in, in the swimming thing was a bit difficult. I felt because I wasn't sure if me, uh, if me, the feeling was had was the chill from the the swimming and coming out of the swimming pool and that and being semi naked sort of thing. And not you know was that the chill effect or was it actually that overwhelming um, you know, feeling of you know the, the not it's almost numbness a little? I don't know. I can't be real. You know, it's not real sort of thing. Uh, I don't know. It's hard. We're not used to having medals and things, are we? Right? No. Uh, someone's felt, you know, nah, nah, not coming me, you know, it doesn't feel right. And I think it's an, it's, a, it's an arena that, again, I'm not I'm not used to. I've, I've done triathlons in the past, in, in, in the early days, and you don't, I've never up, up in the rankings, but you finished, and that was it. It was the year four, the four of finishing, which is great, and that's what I'm used to. I'm never used to actually winning something. You actually then get told, right, you need to go up and get this medal because you've just done better than somebody else. You, you feel, oh, it, it's, uh, I, know, I, I, don't, I don't think we're used to it. That's what it is. Yeah, I, I think it, it comes as alien as well because certainly for myself, you know, my last, my, my last, I'm going to say, eight, probably eight, nine years of the army, I was, I was plagued with injury. Um, and you're almost... Whether it's, you know, somebody directly trying to just get under your skin or indirectly, you sort of feel unworthy. Yeah. Um, and you yeah. feel like you just can't do things because, um, and I've just, just funny enough, I've just been speaking about it with my, my therapist uh, a couple of weeks ago. We're talking, she started talking to me about the carrot and the stick. Mm. Um, and talking about how I'm going forward with my training. And she's like, you don't want to use a stick because the army was the stick. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you do it this way and you do it well or you don't do it. Yeah. Whereas now I've got to try and change my mindset. So I was doing a lot of rowing and I was really enjoying the rowing. Um, then I hurt my shoulder again. So I was took a step back from rowing and I felt quite down because I'd had right. to take a step back from doing something I felt was doing me good. Yeah. Um, and she sort of, she come in with the, the carrot and the stick angle mm. and said, you know, have a carrot. So you, said, you need a reward. So, yeah. Yeah. but also I'm having to try and change my way of thinking. So, okay. And um, if I, if I can't do that, what can I do? So I've gone back in the pool. Um, and I've started. We've, we've started working on this thing. It's called. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called um, Thought to Court. No. No. So it's it's really strange. And when we went through it the first time, I'll admit 
it felt a little bit cringy. Yeah. Um, but it's basically when when you have a or when sort of I have a have a negative thought, whether that's about myself or something I haven't achieved, and I'm starting to feel down. I have to write down the thought. So, for instance, I couldn't go to the gym, right? So, at that point where I couldn't go to the gym, in my mind, I was thinking, I couldn't go to the gym, I'm just useless. That's how I felt. And then it's about, um, like a courtroom, you then have to write down um, a defence. So, why couldn't you go to the gym? I was in pain. Yada yada yada. You write down why you couldn't go, and then you sort of reassess it. So actually, am I useless, or did I not go to the gym because I was in pain? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it, it's really, it's it's really for for me. Yeah. It's starting to sort of pay dividends now because I'm starting to mm. think about that. So when the negative thoughts creep in, I'm starting to think about ways around it, which is um, really really good. Yeah. I mean. That's, that sounds to me very similar to something I used to do. I mean, dare I say, I used to do health and safety. And we used to have the thing called the five whys. And it's, why did that happen? Because of this. Why did that happen? Because of that. Why did that happen? And you get down to like the root cause analysis. Now, if, if, if what you're saying is, you know, you've got, you're basically putting a case forward and then, then supporting why. You didn't do it. You almost ask this sort of question again, aren't you? Like, well, I didn't do it because I, I didn't go to the gym because I was in pain. Right, so why were you in pain? Well, because I got hurt your shoulder. Why did you hurt your shoulder? Because I, I, I spent, you know, did some stuff in the military that caused it. You know, it wasn't my fault. You know, I'm not, you know, why did it, why did that happen in the military? Because that's probably I had an accident, whatever it was. And you. You could almost say that was almost doing the similar thing. It's taking that blame away. You should be blaming yourself. Yeah. If it's things that are out of your control, if you've got a bad shoulder, you've got a bad shoulder. It's, uh, yeah. So. It's a good idea. You know, if it's working, mate, then it's got to be good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I do something. You talk about the you know the carrot and sticks thing. I think sometimes the, the, the military was very much a linear process. You kept moving forward all the time on, on a straight line. Where really in, in life it's about circles. You, you, you're going rounds, and if it, you, you know, if it doesn't matter if you don't reach the goal, you just come back to the beginning again and start something else, or change it a little bit and lower, lower your sights a little bit. Whatever, it's not failure, is it? If, if you're going forward, you don't reach that point. Like you said in the military, you get out. I think you did right about that. Yeah, and I mean, um, all I will say, just just for the, the benefit of people who do listen. When, when we talk about our problems and our coping strategies in here, it's, it's important to remember that, you know, nobody, unless we specifically get somebody in, nobody who appears on this podcast, okay, we're, we're not medically trained, we're not therapists, okay, we are talking about, you know, what helps us and the things that we've been doing. Um, but if you go into the comments of this podcast, okay, there will be some links in there uh, to NHS services uh, for mental health. And also there's a link in there to the Veterans Gateway where you can find lots of sort of helping information, reference mental health treatment, should you feel you need it. Um, and all I will say is, you know, jump in the chat if you want to you wanna talk to us and don't be afraid to talk to talk about your mental health problems. No matter who you are, you shouldn't, it shouldn't be something that sort of limits you and you're ashamed of. Um, 
you know, it, it took me a long time. It took me a long time to actually have the courage to sort of speak out because, you know, toxic, I'll say, you know, that era of toxic masculinity where men couldn't be depressed and men couldn't talk about their feelings. But I think we're getting to a point now where, you know, everybody's problems deserve to be, deserve to be heard. So, um, obviously, AFW2, we came back, Chris. What have you, what have you been up to since? Um, I, I, have, I, have admit, I, I haven't done as much as I thought I would do. Um, and I'm, now I'm speaking about it, I'm, I'm slightly ashamed about it because I, I, I set out when I went there on, on the start of the pictures journey. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought this was all going to be kicked off. But in my defence... <laughs> That's what we can say. I haven't been very well, and also um, April is historically a bad month for me, regardless um, of anything else. It is April, I just find a difficult month um, because of things that have happened in the past, and that, uh, yeah. So I, I, I get through April, and, and I, I, it's a bit, I, I suppose, in a way, like you could almost imagine like you've been in uh, the real life, in a way, isn't it? It's like spring, you know, April's a sort of spring sort of month and they're coming through. I come out of that and then hopefully that's been my sort of flourish. That's what I'm, and that, really that's what I'm hoping I'm going to be doing now. I, you know, winter's the winter, isn't it? And you get all the, the problems with that. The, the, the Vegas uh, trip and, and the games there, which was great, came at, came at a lovely time, you're going to be wrong, but I struggled with um, the health when I got back. Um, a little bit of the post um, post tour or uh, post games bravado type thing the, 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 the come down yeah. coming from a really awesome trip with awesome people great people good bonds and everything else even much as we like to think we're all still together in contact and that it, it's not the same as being face to face and being, having drinks with people having meals with people doing sports with people it wasn't the same as that so it was a, quite, I, felt, I found it a very big um, come down from it. I must do that, and I just struggle with that. I, I doubt I'm um, and but then also has a bit of a, um, just unhealth, uh, uh, just not well anyway. So that, that had a bit of a thing leading to April, you know, which you know, that, that's, that's my April's my, my yeah, it's just one of those didn't pass my time in the life. I just have to keep getting through and then moving on, yeah. But hey, yeah. like you say, bad month illness um I, I was exactly the same sort of post games blues we'll call it and yeah, just yeah. you know feeling generally down you know I, I i miss you guys i do um it was nice to finish a day and just even when we just sat at the sat at the bar even nights we didn't have a beer just yeah just sat together chatting and it's just have, having that time and i'm personally terrible at actually going to exercise by myself so um my wife has now joined the same gym as me and um she's being my stick <laughs> so um she's um yeah just a little bit of the stick but it's more of a you know to, to, to be fair to her she she supported me through so much yeah. And she knows when it's nice. she knows when it's pain and I can't, so she won't push. Um, 
But yeah, it's. Will she go and do the same activities as you in the gym? Or? Yeah, so um, we, she, we, obviously we're swimming at the moment. That seems to be the limit for me at the moment. Yeah. So I'll find out what the surgeon says in a couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, you know, I've, I've got to try and get better at swimming for Invictus 25 trials. Is that your plan? Is that your plan? Are you going, are you yeah, I, I think I'm going to hit the Invictus 25 trials hard. Yeah. Um, because I'm starting to think, you know, if I don't make 25, what would I be then? 44. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how much how much life this old boy's got left in him. Uh, you'd be surprised, mate. You'd be surprised. Hey, I'm still pushing on, right? Yeah. Pushing so yeah, you, you, you'd be surprised how much you've got, you've got left. So what what are you thinking? Next steps? Are you? Um... I I I, I had. Discounted um, the Netting Pictures game because I think that's. I don't want it to be the pinnacle of the thing, but, but I do. It's something I would like to do and be part of something bigger. Um, and that's what, that's what I, I feel I need to do in, in me. I need it's all, It's not a bucket list thing like that. It's not one of those sort of things. It's just the thing I, I, I still got something I want to offer. I still want, I want to, I need something to probably push me a little bit harder again. Um, it's interesting you said there about you're going to try harder for the trials. I I do wonder. I, I don't. I didn't think of what we did this year, this time for this this year's in pictures games was a trial. I, I I didn't go in it in that way of thinking. So yeah, that's what you felt it was. No, not not so much a trial. Um, it's so so for me when when I say hit it hard, I'm thinking more personal goals. So I'm going to set myself, you know, as, as I train, I'm going to set myself PBs. And yeah. don't get me wrong, I think is performance has to help, I think. Um, Did obviously, you get feedback from the Invictus games? Say again? Did you get feedback from the Invictus? No, I, I opted not to. Um, just, just because, do you, know, do you know what? It was my first crack at the whip. Mm. I didn't get picked. I got picked to go to Vegas for two weeks, and I just felt, yeah, do 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 I do I need feedback? Because because let's be honest, the the staff at the Legion are all very very nice. They're not going to give us negative feedback, <laughs> so therefore, why have feedback? Yeah. That was my way of thinking. So I, I was just thinking, do you know what? Um, I'll try again IG25. Yeah. Um, I've, I know some of the people that have been picked for Invictus and, you know, well done to them. Yeah, um, what an achievement. Yeah. And, you know, I'll be right behind them as soon as those games kick off and through their training because yeah. they are, you know, we are one. They are us, yeah. we are them. And I, and I, think, I think we are part of the Invictus team anyway, regardless. You know, we're not, we weren't selected for the actual games but we're part of the because we we are all part of the business journey. Yeah. And we we are part of our journey, I think, was to go to it's just lucky it was in Las Vegas, but to go to another camp, in a sense, another training game, which is a little stepping stone perhaps to the next in pictures game. So that's how I've looked at it. I thought, no, it's not a it's not a consolation prize or anything else it wasn't. It was just look, you're not ready for the Invictus games yet, but we've got this one you can go and do. And just having to be in that space, you know, you can't, you know, that's the good thing about it. But it's just a, 
a little bit of a stepping stone for me to hopefully get ready for the next one. Yeah, exactly. It just happens to be that, you know, out of, you know, lots of people applied. Um, those people were deemed to be at that part of their journey where this would be really beneficial to them. Yeah. And uh, you can't begrudge that. Um, no, no. I, I just begrudge. I, I don't like the bitterness with, you know, it's not a lot of people. I've not heard a lot of it. But I just, no. it's like with anything, isn't it, in life? There, there, there doesn't need to be bitterness. How about just, yep, yeah, didn't get picked, get behind them. Um, show you that sort of person. Because let's be honest, you know, they they want team players in Invictus as well. And I think some people don't realise that the way they comment on social media, they might actually be talking themselves out of having a crack at that whip. Yeah. And, you know, just, you, know you think back to your military days and that, there's people you didn't get on with in, in, the, in your unit, but you still worked with them and you still supported them yeah. in, their actual, in your actual work. Exactly. You have to be the ones who go out of the beer with at night all the time. So, you know, if, if you are going to get people that you don't necessarily agree with, it, maybe it's a selection process, you may not agree with it, but it is, it is what it is. Um, you, and you have to do whatever you've got to do to you know, make it work for you. Yeah. You know, I, I, I will certainly be trying for the next one. Uh, and I think that's, you know, the, whether it's a trial or not, you know, um, they've been treated like that. I didn't treat this one as a trial. I must be, you know, like I said, you know, I didn't, didn't feel it as a trial. Oh. Two. The camps were like a le learning stage. Like, well, this is almost like a look at, a look at the, the activities. Yeah. Oh, it's a good camp, is it? Yeah. We have um, a late arrival. The original Vegas cowboy. <laughs> uh, big Kev. All right, Kev. How's it going? Yeah, good, mate. So, uh, obviously, Kev's, Kev's come and uh, joined us. Kev, if you want to just uh, introduce yourself, mate. Uh, what do you want me to say, mate? Just, you know, who you are, what you're about, where you're from, career. Yeah, hang on. Uh, let me just try and change this over. I'm having technical issues, people. <laughs> Is that Elvis in the background? Oh, it is, mate. Indeed, it is. Yes. <laughs> Hang on. Viva Las Vegas. Have you been trying to spell words on the fridge again? <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it just like a on, is it? Yeah, the minute, mate, yeah. Well, I'd say we'll only be on for about another 15 minutes or so, I think. But... Yeah, um... You'll be able to hear my kids in the background, so uh, <laughs> don't swear, kids. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, Kevin Sherwood. Uh, I've done a 20-year career in the Army before I'd medically discharged with uh, cancer, service-related cancer and other injuries. So, uh, in my bladder. Uh, funny story was uh, I went to the med centre <laughs> I remember before I got diagnosed, I went to the med centre and it was just before before Christmas and I uh, went to the MO and they said, oh yeah, what, what's wrong with you? I said, uh, I'm urinating blood. I was like, okay, pee into that, pee into it, pee your blood. And uh, the doctor ended up giving me spotty smarties for my drinking. <laughs> for the whole of Christmas leave, I was uh, urinating blood. I went back after Christmas. And I said, uh, I said, what's wrong? I said, I'm still urinating blood. So uh, 
then they decided to do something and not give me any more ibuprofen. Uh, and then obviously diagnosed. So uh, I've had this sport. So for me, my journey started back in Sheffield. Um, I don't know if anybody else has been here. Yeah, my, mine started back then and where Out the Heroes still had it. Uh, and we had the Sheffield Games. Chris, remember that? I was there. I wasn't, I wasn't in the game. That was my first introduction into the Evictus. Um, it was when I saw it, I thought, wow, I want part of this. Yeah, yeah. I was there, I found it, yeah. Yeah, for the ones that don't know, they've done a mini games um, up in Sheffield, didn't they? Uh, and we all had hotels and free tram rides and uh, Harry come, didn't he, and stuff like that. Uh, that's when I found out I was really crap at archery because uh, <laughs> out of six arrows, I had to through there, and out of six arrows, I, I hit the board once. <laughs> and I, I, I looked to the right of me, and there was a uh, lady like Hal Kieran fires these arrows. She, she hit the target all six times. <laughs> I was like, all right, then, this is no good for me. I was trying to apply the marksmanship principles. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we were indoors. <laughs> <laughs> and there was no target. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is not my sport, um, let alone my surname, Sherwood. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm from uh, Sherwood Forest, I suppose, yeah. It's definitely not my sport. Uh, so, yeah, and then obviously COVID hit and it all went low, didn't it? And then for everybody. Uh, funny enough, I've just come back from training tonight. Uh, out of a big shout-out to Boston Athletics Club. I'll get that in there. Uh, and I've got my first competition since Vegas on Sunday. Oh, nice. Yeah, doing discus and shot put. So... Oh, yeah, a bit bit nervous uh, because obviously it's going to be Civi, Civi's running everything and the Seattle there. We're all Civi's now, mate. We're all Civi's now, aren't we? Yeah, well, you know what I mean by Civi's yeah. as it, it's no other veterans are going to be there but me. So uh, I think it's going to have to be, uh, you know, yes, sir, please and thank you and that. If all else, if all else fails, some good old fashioned intimidation. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. But yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to that actually. It's uh, good. I hope you will. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, well, you'll have to, you'll have to like keep us in the loop and. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do. So uh, next week's meeting, that's it, isn't it? Then after that, on the 21st of May as well, down in uh, Yate. Is it Yate? Yeah. It's, so it's an open down in Yate. Um, if you know where Yate is, anybody? So, yeah. Well, what about you guys? You've been alright? Yeah, yeah. I've been mainly in the pool because uh, I went. I think I went a little bit too hard, a little bit too quick with the old rowing and hurt my shoulder. Yeah. So uh, just waiting to see. I'm seeing that I've been. I've been on the waiting list for more surgeries since July, but I've uh, just had a letter to say I've got my pre-op assessment in a couple of weeks. So hopefully some progress there, maybe. But yeah, just uh, doing some pool work at the moment. Been a a little, little bit, little bit tentative. Yeah. Yeah, but apart from that, it's you know it's it's all right, isn't it? The weather will pick up soon. Yeah. What about you, Chris? I have to be ashamedly haven't done anything. Um, I, I I I can use the excuse that wasn't well and hasn't been the best April, not been the best month for me. Blah blah blah. But sports-wise, I haven't really. Done anything, and um, you know, I need to now 
start thinking about that. But I have been looking at the next challenge, another challenge to come up along the way, um, the, the Veterans Rally, uh, the uh, Veterans Banger Rally, go drive down from Calais to, to Porter, so I've got, just got hold of a car. So I've been busy, you know, keeping busy. I have not I've just been sat in it on the, on the arse sort of thing. Yeah. But um, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't built on the sports that we did out in Vegas, unfortunately. I, I, yeah. yeah. I, I can do, I can redo that. I can, I can get back into that. Yeah. yeah. You're not taking your camper van? <laughs> on the road, mate, that ain't. So huh? Is that going to be up for sale soon or what? Yeah, it will be, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I've fallen out of love with camping. Your, yeah. your passion wagon. <laughs> 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 yeah. After asking Dan on working, I know you don't do this anymore. I do a little bit of work. I work help the heroes part time. Oh yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah. 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 Like you working, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been teaching this week, so. Yeah. Quite a nice one this week. Only had five 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 students this week. Three RAF, one civvy, one army. Yeah. So yeah. You know, hey, ones that can't teach exactly <laughs> it's been yeah it's been been, been nice and chill i'm working from home for two weeks so that's good isn't it yeah good. What do you teach them? i teach um data center design infra uh, network design and planning and project management oh, oh yeah yeah and fiber, fiber optic installation and things like that oh, yeah, basically, basically teach people how to use tools and earn a lot more money than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. work-life balance in it is. Uh, so who's uh, we've, all, we've all medal winners, okay, from Vegas. Who's put the medal up yet on on, on his display yet? I haven't yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've got a pile of stuff on my little tables. I've got one of my shirts, I've got my medal, I've got my swimming cap, I've got some bits and pieces from, you know, I've got a chip from Las Vegas, Harley Davidson shop and all that. Thinking, I've got the idea that I'm going to put it all into a display. I just haven't got around to doing it. It's just sat there waiting to happen. Uh, I don't know if I will. I don't know if I will. Now, I see, I see Neil's done quite a nice display frame, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't really want to put any stuff on display really to be honest with you. Um, you know, I was thinking, well it you know, I was there, I've done it. Does it need to be on display? I'm not sure. I might get it mounted with me over medals. Oh look at that. <laughs> No, is it yeah. like put it on my medals on my chest for remembrance? When I when I when I was a lad in Vegas. The amount of stuff John took back with him, bloody hell, he needs a whole garage to put in that stuff. Yeah. I know, yeah. He's crazy. <laughs> hey? He's, yeah, I saw the I saw the Duracell Bunny's uh, little display that he was going to frame with his uh, tartan stuff. He's what he's watching tonight live, isn't he, Duracell Bunny? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, he said he was watching. But yeah, he hasn't typed anything into the chat, though. Maybe he hasn't figured it out. Yeah, well... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he's got internet in Scotland. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, are, are you um, are you keeping up with the powerlifting, Kev? That's the only thing I haven't really done is um, 
I've got no one to spot me or anything. So I can ask some beefheads in the gym, but they're all willing to just standing in front of a mirror, staring at their Linford lunchbox and everything. You know, and their muscles. So yeah, I, I need to I need to do that really, but I'm more concentrating on discus and shot at the moment. That's good. So I've got a coach and everything, and that's, that's pretty good. And you know, so did you do yeah. much? Did you do much of that before you started, or, or with um, in, with, with the RBLs and, and the that thing? Did you just... No, not really. I only got onto that when I was speaking to uh, when I was doing the training camps pre-COVID in 2018, where a lot of the powerlifters were then moving on to discus and shots. So I just thought. Right. I'll give it a go as well. Yeah. Uh, well, that was your first yeah. crack at it, was it, out in Vegas? First comp proper competition, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, you know, it's, um, it was pretty good, yeah. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it, you know, and uh, I don't know if you, they, you've seen Facebook and that. Uh, the Yanks are all off doing it all again, aren't they, over in Texas? And stuff. Yeah, San, and San Antonio, aren't they? Yes, I've, uh, they've got a good setup, I think, because I mean, obviously, the size of the country helps. Yeah, yeah, haven't they? They've got a great setup for the way they do it. And, and you, we, we mentioned earlier, didn't we, Mark, about the, about, you know, about the cool, we mentioned like trials, which the only time we did the trials was in 2019, wasn't it? That, that they, that was, but it wasn't a trials actually for the game, was it? For the Olympics. But I, I think it'd be quite nice if they did something like that a little bit. Yeah, it would be. I mean, because it gives people a chance to compete, you know, who haven't ever competed before. Yeah. Because you, know? you always want to be selected for some kind of team, either Warrior or what we did or Invictus. Yeah, yeah. You know, competing in Sheffield was just competing against us lot, wasn't it? Which is, you know, it was still a mini games. Yeah. As an experience, and, and, and again, we, we, we had spoken about it was this evening, Mike, didn't we, about um, how we felt about winning medals and things. Yeah. Because, you know, it was something we're not used to. Um, again, that, that would, it could have perhaps made that slightly easier for us, I don't know, you know. Well, I, you know, my one, I didn't even know I won it. Until Rosie said, oh, go on, they called your name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that, is, is that a hat, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a shame the way now though, because uh, we'll probably never get ever selected for it. Well, I don't imagine. You know, I, you know, I, I don't think we ever get selected again because it's fair. It would be unfair for other people, maybe. It's a shame. It's, it's something I would love to do again. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know why they don't send the team out to Warrior if we've been invited to Warrior games. But I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's something that hopefully will start sort of coming to fruition now. Once, once yeah. they sort of get into the weeds of it within, because they're they're changing, they're changing Warrior, aren't they? They're changing it to like a two-year cycle. Yeah. Help the heroes used to do Warrior games as well, didn't they? When they were in the, so maybe RBL just needs to just build it up again now. 
And you know, like I say, it might be something that you know, happens in the future. Because that'd be nice if it does. Yeah, I think I think this year was this year was probably a big ask. I think because you know you've got Invictus this year, mm. but then once once they get it into this cycle where it effectively it'd be Warrior one year, Invictus the year after. Yeah. Hopefully, you know something to start com coming with it. I mean, personally, I'm I'm just, I'm just wondering when the the training camps are going to start for Invictus twenty five because it's an early games in twenty five. That's right, it's in February. Yeah, it's in February, so I, I can imagine that they're gonna they're gonna start the camps probably. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. And and, and the, the training as well. It's going to be. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't even think. Like you look at the the IG website. I don't even think they've gone firm on what the winter events are going to be yet. No. You know so. Yeah, you're not going to get Master Pass on a Skelly Bob, I tell you that. Yeah, I suppose I maybe start doing that. Well, they maybe announce it in Victor's this year. What the games are going to be? Do they normally? Because they do a handover, don't they? Chris, was you uh, was you in full uh, Union flag attire on the coronation day? I well, you know, I, I have Union jacks all over house anyway, all the time. I've got Union jacks everywhere. Every room got Union jacks somewhere in it. Yeah. Um, so it, it, every day is a union jack day for me. Even not even your license, it's a union jack, red, white and blue for people. That's what's going on. Yeah, I thought you're you having a party fun there, like. Oh, I, I have a party for one night. I'm on my own. Yeah. Every nice party night. I'm on my own. Well, we, we, yeah. we're, uh, my, my missus having a Eurovision party Saturday. Right. So, uh, my, my house is going to be absolute carnage. Right, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, really, it's it's one of those weird ones, isn't it? New Vision one. It's 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 cringy, but it's it's but it's a it's a party. It's never excuse, isn't it? Any excuse yeah. for a drink. Yeah. All the scousers would be loving it, though, wouldn't they? Oh God, they've got. They, 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 see how busy it is up there now at the moment. See them all packed into that square the other week, and I was just like, oh God. <laughs> nah. Okay. Right. Anyway, it is an hour done. So uh, we'll uh, wrap it up there. Yeah. Th those, those that have listened in, thank you very much for listening in. And uh, if you hear this back on Spotify, YouTube, okay, do leave your comments and any sort of uh, any feedback for the early stages of this would be great. So uh, bye from me. That's a farewell from me. And it's a and it's a good morning for me. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs>